Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, depending on where you are in the world. This is Augie of the Blogger Blubber Podcast. I would like to welcome everyone to yet another episode. It's been a while since I chimed in. Um, episode 59, getting closer and closer to that 100, even though we have a long way to go. But uh, yeah, I wanted to talk a little bit about um, where's our Belgrade now that the season is done. Uh, the team got the double. We had some European success, and you know now we're off to the summer transfer window, uh, arrival of players, departure of players, and things of that nature. So I just wanted to discuss some of that and, and to kind of go over the season and, and everything that had happened. Um, basically, the team accomplished what it set out to to do, and that was the double and to get the most out of your Europe as, as we can. So, you know, we finished uh, the season with the league title. Uh, we got the cup and, you know, the European success in the Europa League uh, was very good. Although, of course, the team, you know, wanted more success and in, in, in qualify for the Champions League. Uh, ultimately, that did not happen. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, the Europa League, we finished first in the group. Uh, it was a very good group. Ended up finishing first, so, you know, you automatically get a bye. You avoid that round of 32. And in the round... Round of 16, uh, we ended up losing to Rangers. And, you know, then the full focus became on the league and trying to get uh, the double there, which, like I said, we ended up doing for the first time since, I believe, 2008. So it's been a very long time since uh, the team did the double. Uh, Kata had another monster season. This may be even his best one, considering, uh, you know, the scored what three or four goals against against Partizan in in the derby so uh, and he capped that off with a two goal performance in the uh, cup final so he had another excellent season for Red Star um he's I think he was voted the player of the year um and you know I don't think many people can disagree with that he's been in magical form this entire season pretty much ever since he came back the second time so I guess two years now he's been in really good form and how it started for him at Red Star, you know, in 2000, I think it was 14 when he came. It was a rough start. It was, like when I say rough, like fans used to boo him off the pitch. And we haven't done that. We probably haven't done that since since he came uh, to another player. So since 2004, we haven't really booed a player off the pitch. But that's the treatment that he got. That's how bad he was. I mean, he used to get substituted before halftime because he had, you know, no stamina. He came from... Uh, Greek side Olympiakos where he didn't play for the first team I think he was only a part of the U23s and just no stamina just dominated in the domestic league and you know he was brought in even back then as a as a big time signing and I remember uh, when he stayed on you know for the following years 2015 a lot of people were saying what like what's the management doing here like we've seen enough it's time to get rid of him and I was of the same thinking of thought to myself why are we even doing this like he's just not good enough he's just not ready not ready to play and then the next season he got better and then the season after that he got even better and then you know a transfer to Spain and then MLS and and back home but um he's been tremendous for the club uh alternate captain to Milan Borian and yeah now hopefully he stays with the club and he ends his uh finishes his career here career here um I wanted to move on a little bit to some of the transfers now, which will dominate most of the, the podcast going forward. So, um, Ohi Omiwanfo, who we signed in uh, 
um, January as a free agent. There's rumors going around that he could be sold for around three or four million to, to an MLS team. Um, ultimately, we'll see how that shapes out. Uh, I'll get into later what. Actually, I'll get into it right now. He arrived six months ago. So he's had, you know, not too many games under his belt. Um, I think around 15, 16. Um, I don't understand selling a player after a short period of time, like that short. I understand that he came in on a free and three or four million euros is a lot for the club. But I just don't understand selling him now. Because now you have to buy another center forward or a striker. Because I think Milan Pavko is going to leave as well. And you're getting rid of Oki. So now you're going to have to go out and get another striker. And probably probably two. Because with Pavkov gone and Oki gone, you bring in, you're going to need an alternate for the, for the starter, right? It's a long season. You have the domestic league, the domestic cup. Then you have qualifying for Champions League. Then... You know, group stages, whatever the case may be, there's a lot of matches to be played. So I, I don't I don't understand selling him after six months. And a lot of the rumors are that it, he's just not the right fit. Well, what's the scouting staff doing if he's not the right fit? How did you realize that now that he's not a fit for the club? How did you not know the characteristics that the player possesses before he got here? And all of a sudden he's not a fit. That's the part that I don't know. And I think the scouting staff should take some heat for it. You knew he's not a target man when you got here. You have that in Pavkov. And, you, and that's why you wanted to get a player of a with different characteristics to kind of complement Pavkov in, in stuff that he doesn't have or that he doesn't possess. So now all of a sudden, no, he is not a fit. Uh, so that's just weird to me. Personally, I wouldn't sell him. He still had something like nine goals. And I think in 16 matches, I, I realized that there was a span where he went, I think, five or six without scoring. I realized that he scored in the Derby, an important goal. Um, six months just isn't enough football. And that's for, for any player. I think that's, that's just crazy. Especially when someone comes in the winter transfer window. I, I just don't agree with, um, with him being sold. If he does get sold um, in terms of Sakhin Rakovic, the club will not let him go for less than 12 to 15 million euros. There were rumors about Hall city being interested uh, Manchester United, but I don't know how serious those rumors were. Uh, he just made his national team debut against Norway in a match against Norway where he was, you know, fairly good. I think he played only 15 or so minutes. thought he was pretty calm on the ball considering it was his first time featuring. Congratulations to him. It's more than deserved for him, especially when he comes out of, you know, the the youth ranks of, of uh, Red Star football, Red Star's team. Um, that's always great to see. And I think that's some of the biggest success that a player can achieve when you come through and you play for the, for the first team of the club, you know, that you play the U 16s, 4s, 17s, 18s, whatever. I think that's like the biggest success. And then, you know, now hearing that he's rumored to jo be joining, you know, whoever, whoever's interested in him, um, it shows how hard he's worked here. I think having Dragovic as his uh, partner and as a center back, I think that's helped him immensely because he has um, tremendous experience and he's just kind of led Irakovic down the right road. And he's um, provided us with some great matches, especially in the derbies. He's been really good. 
other European matches against Rangers away. He was a little bit poor. Um, Rocket atmosphere, I don't, maybe he wasn't really ready for it. Um, but considering how good he's been throughout the season, you know, you're willing to, to kind of let that go. Um, so he's been tremendous. Like I said, the club says they won't sell him for less than 12 to 15 million euros. We'll see what happens with that. Club said a lot of stuff. Um, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if he leaves for 6 million and then percentages of next sale, which feels like is the popular thing to do. Um, now, uh, Kings Kangwa or Kingsley Kangwa. So Kings, not to be confused with Gaylor Kanga, very similar last names. Um, Kingsley Kangwa is signing with Red Star from Arsenal Tula. So, uh, he turns 23. He's actually 23 already. Um, he's featured for Zambia approximately close to 15 times. Um, like I said, he comes from Arsenal Tula where he was their best player last season, six goals, six assists, 23 matches, and he signs until 2026. Uh, the transfer, I think, became possible once Arsenal Tula got relegated. So usually what happens when a team gets relegated, they have to offload some of their players and they usually sell them for a lot less than what they're worth in the open market. So I think them being relegated kind of pushed the transfer forward for Red Star because, you know, they would have to sell him for, for less than what he was kind of initially worth. Uh, so he's basically a, a central midfield, midfielder who can play as a defensive mid attacking mid he's featured as right midfielder i think two or three times so he has some experience there as well uh but last season he was a central midfielder eight for 18 matches and attacking midfielder for five so um he's sing similar to kanga not just last name wise but also in his play <clears throat> good shot from distance good link up playing Good link-up play showed the ability to possess some flair as well. He can get past players um, with his dribbling ability, which is also very important at that position. Um, the the biggest question, I think, what happens with his arrival now? That does this push Kanga off the pitch more as an attacking midfielder, and then you have Mirko Ivanić and Alexander Kata on the wings, or does does Kanga maybe Kangua maybe play as an attacking midfielder, and then you have Ivanić and Kata in the wings? So there's there's some things that you know can be worked out, and also another very important question is: Do we just stay with a four-two-three-one formation, or do we shift it to something else? Maybe four-three-three to where you can feature Kanga, Kangwa, and Sonogo, or something like that. Uh, I think that's also another variant that that Stankovich is going to try in the preseason. I think he's going to throw out a bunch of different formations, a bunch of different lineups to see kind of who works with who the best. And from there, I think he's going to he's going to find out the best formation. And, and the thing that I've always said about uh, Stankovic is he doesn't force one formation like he's not married to the 4-2-3-1. If he thinks that he has a, a better chance of winning games with a 4-3-3, he's going to do that. If he thinks a 3-5-2 would work, he'll do that, which is something that he did in the cup tie. He went with a three uh three five two or a three four three whatever it was just very different from the four two three one that we're kind of used to in the formation that he usually does play he's played the four one one four one four one he's played four four two the classic right so he's kind of tried a little bit of everything so it's going to be interesting to to see where kangwa kind of fits in um and what does all this mean for edmonado so if you remember back i think i mentioned edmonado probably six, seven months ago when I was speaking about um, the winter transfers. And 
he plays for Sheriff. Sheriff defeated Red Star in the Champions League qualifying. And he was on that Sheriff team that beat Real Madrid in the Champions League group stage. So, you know, there were some rumors that he was supposed to go to Mitteland, a team that Red Star played in the Europa League. And then he said, kind of backed out of the transfer because he wanted to come to Red Star from what I'm hearing. I don't know how true that is. So the question is, what happens now? So he's been, his name has been kind of thrown in the media as well the last um, the last few days. Does the team still go and sign him? Or does, do we just give up on him and, and, and stay with what we have? I'll mention one thing. Um, Seku Sonogo didn't take lightly the fact that he wasn't in the starting lineup for the Derby in the Cup Final. Uh, he has a contract until 2000, December 2022, so basically until the end of this this year, so another six months. He's probably going to leave the club then. I don't think that the club's going to extend him. He's 33 years of age. He's going to be 34 next season. I just don't think that the club's going to extend him. So maybe bringing in Edmonado wouldn't be a bad idea and maybe letting Sonogo go. He's been an absolute warrior for the team. Loved having him. Um, does pick up a bunch of yellow cards. It's something that I always talk about with him, but... In European matches, the big ones when it when it comes, you know, push comes to shove, you can always count on him. I think his work rate um, in the midfield is excellent. I think there's been a few times where he's dropped back as a as a um, as a center back. It's worked out as well. So you know he's kind of willing to do anything for the team, which is why a lot of fans love them here. Very difficult player to get off the ball. Very strong on the ball. Uh, and I don't know if. If Otto and Kangwa possess that um, characteristic or that ability, but he for sure is a player that we've, I've loved having at the club, and um, he's done great things for us, and I'm and I'm happy for him. And if he does leave, wish him all the best, obviously. Um, but yeah, and Kingsley Kangwa also scored the match winner for Zambia against uh, the Comoros Islands, which is where Elfardu Ben plays. It was a free kick. I think it was like the ninety second, ninety third minute. It was a very nice free kick from about 25 yards out. If you guys want, you could check that out on YouTube. Um, it was the match winner. I think it was qualifying for the African Cup of Nations for next season. Um, so you could check that out. Um, some positions of need and other transfers that I just wanted to quickly touch on. Uh, Zoran Popovic, who is the backup goalkeeper. There's been some rumors that he could be going to Vojvodina. Uh, he's played for the club a number of years ago, so he could be headed there. Uh, Emil Rotskov was their starting goalkeeper who was on loan uh, from a Hungarian club. So he's going to be sent back and they're going to be looking for a new uh, number one. And I think Zoran Popovic deserves to be a number one, at least in our league. Uh, he's a really good goalkeeper. It's just that when Milan Borian's um, in that and when he's healthy, when he doesn't need a day off, he's um, he's been a great servant of the club and he's team captain. And you know he's going to go down as one of the better signings in recent history. And you can't keep Milan Borian out of net, so... Um, yes, he's Sonam Popovic is probably going to look, you know, for a new team to join him. Whether that's Vojvodina, he can he can start for any any club in this in the Serbian domestic league. Really, like he's that good. It's just that you know you don't get to see a lot of it again because Borin does play a bunch of the matches, and you know Gordic also started a bunch of matches because of the under twenty one rule, the bonus player. So if Rakic needed to a break, Gordic would would go in that and, and so on and so forth. So it's kind of unfortunate for, for Zoran Popic, as I said, he's a, he's a really good goalkeeper and um, he's probably going to, going to leave the club. I think he's actually out of a contract this summer. So 
so positions of need. I, th- I think center back, if Dragic or Rakic leave, there hasn't been too many rumors about Dragic leaving, so I assume he's going to stay. I wouldn't be shocked if he leaves, but I just for now, I assume he's going to stay with the club. Rakic, again, I mentioned uh, the team wants a lot of money for him, 12 to 15 million euros. He'll probably stay. Um, Pamkov, according to reports, will or has signed a new contract until 2024. So that kind of tells me that maybe the club is having a difficult time um, getting other center backs to sign because Pankov was kind of looked as as a player that you know was going to leave the club this summer. So if he's um, going to re-sign or sign a new contract extension, um, I don't know how likely it is that we sign someone from the open market. Um, backup left back for Rodic, I think, is also uh, necessary. There's been rumors about Alex Aterzic, who was at the club, I guess, two, three years ago now. He's he's at Fiorentina now. He doesn't play too much there. I think he was loaned out to Empoli or something like that last season. Um, sorry, two seasons ago when he got there. And he just hasn't, hasn't played much at all. Uh, he's been played here and there, but, you know, 10, 15 minutes, so... It would be nice to get him back and to kind of work him into some of the, you know, when Rodic needs a break because he he plays a ton of minutes. If he's not healthy, he's out there. Um, sorry, if he's healthy, he's out there. Uh, plays, like I said, just a ton of minutes. No real replacement for him. We kind of use right backs in his place, um, which I don't really like. It'd be better if we just went out and and, and got a, a left back. So sometimes you'll see Gaich there. Um uh i think even gobelich played and at that position so it'd be better if we just went out and got got someone else uh, edmund Addo, i already kind of touched on he's still a target from what i'm reading uh we'll see if he if he does sign with red star i think it's a little bit i don't i don't think i don't think that he will i think sonogo will just play out his contract at red star and then move on after that and you still have kanga kangwa and you have a bunch of youngsters 18, 19, 20 year olds coming up. A lot of them will be loaned out though because they just won't play uh, a lot of minutes for Red Star. But um, yeah, I would have nothing. I would have nothing against bringing in Edmundo as well. Um, Osman Bukhari is another player being mentioned. Uh, he was on loan at Nantes from from Ghent. Um, he was also with Ghana. He was supposed to be with Ghana for the African Cup of Nations qualifying, but he contracted coronavirus, so he's not there now. Uh, he's a winger, so that's a position of need that Red Star need to address. Uh, we just haven't had one. Motika's been getting minutes here and there, um, but it hasn't been anything anything too significant. So we'll see how that um, transfer plays out. Uh, Mateo Casiera, 14 goals and 6 assists for Sochi in 26 matches. A little bit different player than, than Ohi. He's a little bit faster than Ohi. Seems to be at the right place at the right time as well. Um, scored a bunch of goals. One of Sochi's better players. 14-6 and six in 26 matches is actually really good numbers to have. We'll see what happens with that uh, transfer as well. Artem Juba talks of cool a lot. Uh, and he is he's a lot older. I think Cassiera is around 25-26. Uh, Bukhari, I'm not sure. I think he's 23 or 24. And uh, Artem Juba's around 33, 34. So even if you were to get Juba, you'd have him for, I mean, he's 33, 30, probably another good year out of him. And that's about it. I don't know. And then you got to go again to the market and, and buy another center forward, which feels like we're doing all the time now. 
we just haven't really found a replacement since uh, Richmond Boachi was at the club. Um, and Alexander Pesic. So I would say that's the that's the position that we've kind of struggled at the most. Um, so hopefully we can we can nail that down. Uh, Filippo Falco is set to leave the club. Um, Cagliari has shown interest in him. Cagliari has been, I think they got relegated to Serie B. Uh, it just hasn't worked out for, for Falco. Uh, he's been given chances. Um, just simply hasn't worked out. Um, you can, th- there's a little bit something in him, but it just, you rarely see it. You would see it once every four or five matches. He's got a really nice shot. He just doesn't use it. And when he's supposed to shoot, he passes it. When he's pass when he's supposed to pass it, he shoots. So he's, you know, uh, just hasn't really figured it out. And I think he was one of Stankovic's first signings when he got here. And yeah, it simply hasn't worked out. And I, and his, his time is just running out at this point. Um, Richardo Zivkovic, from what I've read, again, his name hasn't been in the media too much. From what I've read, he's going to be given another chance. I don't even know if that's the right decision, considering he doesn't even uh, get on the bench for most of the games. Like I said, I don't know if that's the right decision. Um, Louis Dioni has left the club. Um, Sonogo, I briefly talked about, you know, if, if Otto arrives, he will probably leave the club. December 2022 is when his uh, contract is up. And as I mentioned, he just wasn't happy. You know, he didn't feature in the derby. So that kind of had him a little bit mad, which which I completely understand because um, he's been a focal point in this lineup for ever since he got here two years now. It's been him and Kanga as those as a defensive mid um, midfield tandem, and they've done really well together. So um, I have no issues with him wanting out if, if he feels that he's, you know, still got football left in him and he's been mistreated by the club and it's probably best um to part ways with him and that's just kind of what's going on right now with the transfer window um it's just getting kind of crazy a lot of rumors about a lot of players even from around the world um yeah be be ready to hear a lot of stuff i don't believe anything until i see the player at the press conference holding the kit with you know either the 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 the, uh, head coach or the upper management um there's a lot of stuff out there a lot of people a lot of people talk a lot of people with maybe not the greatest sources always talk about rumors so yeah that's just kind of an update um as the summer goes on i'll sure i'm going to do a podcast about uh, the latest signings and things like that so um till then you guys take care thank you for listening remember you can hear this podcast on anchor anchor fm spotify apple podcast and google podcasts Remember to uh, rate the podcast. Uh, Take care, guys. Until next time.